Discord is the place to be. Come, join us, have some fun, make some friends, play some games, say hello, join us. Risky music. And welcome to episode 105 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, are my co-hosts, Chocolate Bear. Hello, friends. And Moose. What up, what up? Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody's week? Long. Long, all right. Long. Perfect. Yeah, I'm at uh, Dragon Baby Central right now, so she, she'll be making an appearance throughout the show tonight. Dragon Baby's out and calling she dude she is shrieking she i don't know if she's happy if she's mad if she's sad but she's emoting for sure is she breathing fire yet no but smoke's coming out (laughs) it should be any day now and are you referring to your wife as the mother of dragons yet she does so why shouldn't i (laughs) fair enough um all right before we get into the show uh we did want to Give everybody a heads up that we are going to have a cross-Atlantic gaming community play. Say uh, what? Cross-Atlantic gaming community play. Yeah. Woo-woo. Um, and that's going to be going down on the 30th of June. That is a Saturday. That's next Saturday. This upcoming Saturday, right? Upcoming yep. Saturday. Upcoming <coughs> Saturday. Perfect. Uh, we're going to be playing some Golf with Friends that recently just came out in Game Pass. Um, we're going to be playing right around 5.30 Eastern, um, 3.30 Moose Time, and 10.30 Chocolate Time. Real time. time. And if we all make it, there's still nine spots. So <laughs> somebody's got to so, show up. So probably 10 because, you know, let's face it, Chocolate's not going to be there. Don't be <laughs> flaky, let's be honest. <laughs> 10.30 is late yeah, for some just people. Work. <laughs> yeah, especially if that one hard day of work you put in there. Uh, listen, it's been a long, it's been a long week. Those Fair two enough. whole shifts. I understand, um, Bear. So, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're interested, just show up on Xbox. Uh, we'll have a party open right around 5.30 Eastern, uh, maybe a little bit before. Um, if you need to reach out to us uh, for any reason, just hit us up on Twitter, Discord, uh, wherever, if you have questions about it. But, should be pretty sta- straight forward. Uh, golf with friends, which is exactly what you can do if you show it's, up Saturday. It's putt putt, right? I more or less, yeah. I think so. Okay, I was gonna say I am not positive that is what it looked like, but it looked like putt putt with like a Crazy mix golf. of a bunch of other right. shenanigans yeah. <laughs> mixed into it. Exactly. It looks uh, a ton, a ton of fun. I was saying, it looks Saturday. like fun either way. So, and that's that's gonna be on Saturday the thirtieth. Yeah, we'll put yep. a uh, post up in Discord, and uh, while we mention Discord, you might as well come join us on Discord, and that's you when go. you'll find out we'll play games together. That's perfect, friends, including golf. Um, all right, yeah. So community play upcoming this Saturday. Be there or be square. All right, another week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? Um, let's start with a little old game, and by old game. Uh, this game's pretty old. Uh, let's talk about some Day Z. Oh. 
Moose didn't even roll his eyes. Oh, there well, we go. I, yeah. I, I took the A look out of him. I was There's like, a bit of a delay. I'm still wondering why anybody's talking about <laughs> or playing this game. So carry on. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know how this happened. Uh, actually. I know. You got sick of playing Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> So I needed the zombie version. Right, exactly. Slightly less pixelated <laughs> graphics. Um, Worse graphics than Minecraft. Huh. But I think it might have been because Chaotic mentioned it in Discord. I don't know if... I feel like he had to have said it first because otherwise I wouldn't have gone to even check it out. Right. Because that seems super random. But I guess I was playing State of Decay last week. So maybe I'm just not a weird survival zombie thing right now. I guess. Yeah. And also and both looking games for are kind of open to playing with multiple people. So yeah, looking that. for and things on Game Pass, Pass to play with yeah. Megan. So exactly, um, it, it makes yeah, sense. So, I mean, if if you're not familiar with Daisy, or if it sounds familiar, it's a it might have come out in like 2011, maybe. Oh. I feel like it, it's it's old. Yeah, uh, it's a 10 gigabyte download, and it shows. Um, <laughs> it's definitely not the best looking game, but um, it's just it's a hardcore survival game with uh, PvP interaction, PVE against zombie interaction, uh, sixty person servers that can fill up with um, just strange individuals. Everybody's a stranger until you announce that you're not a stranger. Really, um, so even when you spawn in, you kind of everybody finds the server that you want to play on. So you pick one, uh, and then you spawn in, and then the most challenging part of the game. Uh, that we've come to find out is actually linking up with your friends so you're not linking up as like a party or anything like that there's no gamer tags above anyone's heads you literally have nobody no idea like who or where anyone is until you kind of figure that out via a, a party essentially we also have a third party like map app where people can ping where they are once they figure it out because there's no like in-game map it's a survival game, so you need to literally like walk into or out of a city that you're in, and you'll get a, a sign that says the name of the city. Once you find that, you need to figure out where everyone on the map is, and then you kind of just head towards a location and try to meet up. So the first few days that I tried playing this, it kind of turned into everybody just trying to get to each other, uh, and that in itself is a task because when you first spawn in, uh, you have a little amount of food. You always spawn in on the coast, which is where everybody else spawns in. So if people have already looted stuff, there's not going to be a lot of stuff for you to pick up in general. So that's rough. And then you still have to trek X amount of miles to get to your friends. So just from listening to that, I'm sure that sounds horrible. And I, I will not disagree with anyone who thinks this all sounds like garbage. And you wouldn't want to play it. But what finally happened uh, the other night, I was playing with uh, Dan, Shopa, Jesse, and myself. So we had a group of four. We finally linked up. Um, I think Shopa and I had been playing a little bit before them. So we finally got over the hurdle of meeting each other and having enough food. Because once you get going, you start finding better weapons. You start being able to hunt. And we're at a point now where we have like so much food on us that it's weighing us down like that's how different the start of the journey and like the midway point is from each other uh, so yeah we're at a point now where we're trying to like offload food because we have too much so if somebody new enters the game with us uh, if they meet up with us you kind of solve those problems like the food problem 
uh, and then you're good to go to keep trekking um, further into the northwest part of the map. Um, the northwest part of the map is where all like the best loot is. We came across a military base, so I think we're all rocking like SMGs now, um, and just better weapons in general. Uh, we finally came across some hostile players the other night. Uh, Dan was looting around and then just got like lit up out of nowhere, and we had we didn't know where this dude was. Um, and then he killed Jesse too. And then Shopa and I came up. <laughs> found the dude like we waited a minute because we were far away from them kind of far away from them uh we rolled up and the dude was just laying prone on like dan's body looting through him so we just smoked that kid um but we did have some interactions then we this poor kid he was he had just killed a chicken or something so he was skinning and quartering it so when he's doing that you're kind of just like hunched over on the ground um and you can't really tell where other people are we rolled up on this dude and just smoked him i don't know what the you're like the type of interactions you're supposed to have with other people but so far they've just been completely hostile on <laughs> both ends of the spectrum like on our part and the people we're running into it's just like nobody wants to take the chance of getting killed like not shooting first uh and losing all their gear because it's a permadeath game where if you die uh, unless you get back to your stuff uh, you're kind of screwed and you respawn on the coast again which is a Ooh. pain in the butt to get back to your friends um but um, well I, I would just uh warn everybody out there to not announce what your loot is when you're playing with your friends because uh i finally found my friends the first night i was playing this and uh one of my quote-unquote friends gave me a pickaxe to the face and took all my loot so if that friend would like to expose themselves, they can go ahead, but I'll go ahead and leave it an anonymous. anonymous. All right. So I'm going to try to explain this situation a little further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moose was not having the best time in the world. He had announced that he was signing off soon and that he was dying. He finally found us, and I just, for whatever reason, thought it would be real funny if I just, like, clotheslined him with a pickaxe. Um, I have a clip of it. We'll post it on Twitter. I'll have to. I'll make a gif of it. It was hilarious from my perspective. I can completely understand why that wasn't the best way to go it, out of the game. What uh, was hilarious is what happened right after that when Megan killed <laughs> killed Risky, and then he got so butt hurt he almost rage quit. I so. did because in the <laughs> he's like, it's different. It's different. I had a bunch of stuff. He was dying. It's different. I was like, uh, it looks like it's all the same to me, bud. So you know, you killed me. Was, she killed you. It's pretty much the same. Said he was getting off. Said he wasn't <laughs> having fun, and he needed a way out. I was just trying to help a friend out. <laughs> I was trying to play for the next few hours still, and I was ruthlessly murdered with a. Hey, I was still willing to give it a go. I just needed a little hand up, you know, a little hand up from a friend, not a, a pickaxe to the mouth. <laughs> well, good news. If you want to try again, we've got plenty of food and weapons that we can give you. So, oh, yeah. You want me to be your, your little loot, loot pawn again so I can just go collect things? You were my little loot donkey just exactly. carrying around the loot until I needed it, and then I had to put you down. Such a sad game. I don't even know why. You know? I don't it even know why. It is a sad game. And it's uh, it, it's janky as all get out. Uh, there's a plethora of issues with it. Hitboxes are weird. You need to hold left trigger and then pull yeah. right trigger if you have a melee weapon. So it's like you have to aim oh. down sights with a baseball bat before you swing with it. <laughs> or a teddy bear, whatever or you choose. Or a teddy bear, whatever <laughs> you're trying to beat something to death with. That took yeah. me ages to work out how to. I got nailed by a zombie, and I was like, well, how do I punch it? It was right trigger, right trigger, and then realized I had to do left trigger first to 
kind of put up your jukes and yeah like there's a, a very basic tutorial that might get you through your first like 10 to 15 minutes of the game but once you get going uh, like until i realized that you can make fires and stuff by chopping down trees mixing crafting like trees with rags to make a fire and then short sticks with bark tree bark or something to make like a, dr a hand drill kit to actually spark the fire it's it's a super super simmy game um you can get if you get cut you have to bandage yourself otherwise you'll bleed out uh, sometimes those cuts can start infections and you need to find medicine to cure yourself otherwise you're going to slowly die um there's just there's a ton to it and i feel like if it was a a more polished game and was still being worked on with the the full force that maybe started because i know i think they shed like half their studio or something a while back so i think it's a pretty skeleton crew at this point trying to keep the game alive um so there's that uh but if you're into survival games i guess you, you should know you know what you're getting yourself into like you have a water gauge you have a food gauge uh blood health and you need to watch those things um they do get it, it gets annoying sometimes but i think once you like i said once you get over that initial hurdle of not knowing where food is um and just dying of hunger you get past that and you have a ton of food the game is way more enjoyable and then obviously like if you're playing with a good a big group of people uh and you're actually together it's it turns into a completely different game the beginning experience for daisy is awful um and so it kind of sucks when you're like hey you should try this it's actually kind of fun once you get together with your friends and you have food and stuff but the chance of you actually getting there are slim to none right off the bat so it, it, it's rough and i do understand anybody that has a problem with the game i i see all of its flaws but for whatever reason uh, i'm currently enjoying it so so there's that yep there's that <laughs> <laughs> all right great we can move on to the next game you betcha um let's talk about sim city mobile didn't yes. expect to read that so you, you've ditched your uh forza mobile game now we're going sim city mobile game it's all about being mobile on the move for me at the moment <laughs> nothing so, wrong with that yeah, I, I don't know what made me. I think it was last night. I was uh, I was just looking through my phone and saw SimCity was there. So I thought, yep, give this a try, download it. And um, it has taken up a, a fair bit of my uh, my morning today. So it was uh, it was good fun. And it gave me that nostalgia of remembering when I used to play SimCity as a, I don't know, so it, is it like year old it's like old school SimCity, just like so, straight ported over. I, I wish no. It's um, it's super dumbed down. I suppose it's I'm trying to think of a good analogy for it. It is super simple. So if you need to build a house, you click on the house, and it gives you a square for the house, and then you drop it. That's it. Um, same with shops and you know everything else. You've got all the amenities your electric your water um your roads they're all there okay uh, yeah it's it's super basic super simple and unfortunately that dreaded mobile friggin you need to pay money to oh the microtransactions are there oh it's sort of to yeah speed but up time 
well, they, yeah, they, they do it quite sneakily in this one. So as you're building factories, you gain wood, metal, nails, etc., etc. Right. Um, and to build your house, obviously, some houses need the wood, some houses need nails, some houses need steel, and it always changes as you're dropping your houses. Um, yeah. So if you want some of them, you can speed up the timer to uh, to get those. Obviously, but that's what um, you're paying with. You're paying for exactly, exactly. Um, d- just you know, playing it without trying to spend money, it, it it's okay. It just it has to be that kind of short, sharp bursts. And I think it's one of those games like um, I'm trying to think of again, like a Candy Crush, that you mm-hmm. have to kind of go in occasionally just to do some inventory management. Yeah, um, they probably do. They have like a a stamina bar that kind of like refreshes over time something it's like that kind of their version of the stamina bar is the the resources but as mm. the res- as you put that you want to build um sorry as your uh industry you want to have the steel come out of the mill you have like a i think it's three sections so you can put the steel in and they'll farm it for three minutes after that three minutes you're kind of doing nothing so since i've been at work i've had no steel because i haven't gone into the game to do any management okay yeah so yeah i know exactly what kind of game you're talking about so i bet you the further you get uh you'll eventually have like tasks that take like 24 hours and stuff like that Uh, yeah you can see it coming a mile off i mean at the moment i'm uh steel is probably the easiest that only takes 30 seconds uh wood i think takes 45 and nails for some reason takes a minute which is one of the ones that you need a so, fair bit. Yeah, I used to play this. Uh, it was a Simpsons game. I think it was called like Simpsons Tapped Out or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And each person oh, yeah, could have funny. like, um, they'd have like tasks or jobs they could do. You'd tap on them and then you could do like the one minute task, the five minute, like an hour, eight hours. Right. But yeah. like your best bang for your buck was always the shortest one because they wanted you in game uh as long as possible so it's like if you're sitting there every 30 seconds having them go on that job again you're gonna make bank yeah but then you're also sitting on your phone tapping the same thing (laughs) every minute (laughs) or something so it's um yeah that that sounds sounds like uh one of the two different types of mobile games that there are at this point is it a ea game because i think over here it's called uh sim city build it yes uh let me it is an EA game. It okay. is a just probably has a different title. title. Yeah, I've just got SimCity on okay. on my one. I've just logged into it now. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, probably Sim the same City game. Build it. So okay. as you yeah go into it, is SimCity build it? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, cool. And it, it's so it's obviously free to play, but then yep. there's the microtransactions. Yeah, they've got to make their money somehow, and obviously having EA attached to your uh, to your game means you've got That'll to do it. Mm, yeah, yeah, buddy. But, I mean, if you play that, if you're, like, looking to play it as a free-to-play game, it's probably fine. Like, if you have the patience to just kind of wait on stuff and you're only going in a couple times a day, it's, right. it's kind of, like, whatever. Just don't yeah. Because there's no, like, super competitive part to it, is there? You're not, like, no, building not, against someone else or anything like that? Not that, I, not that I've noticed. Um, I mean, at the moment, with the way of the world is and my kind of lifestyle, um, mobile gaming, I think, is going to be the easiest thing for me to do there's uh, no way i want to bring out my switch as my kids are there and 
I'll get drop kicked in the face or the switch gets broken in half. Yeah, Jesse Prince of uh, Cats in chat just said that you should just play Civ Six on the toilet from your phone like a champ. That's yeah. with the uh, with XCloud. I think he's referring to. Oh, so yeah, over in the UK, unfortunately, we have been uh, Are you nicely bent shafted? over. Well, yeah, can't he play remotely from the Epic Game Store somehow? Well, I there's something on my PC about the beta, so I think I could stream something from my Xbox right. to my computer potentially to my phone but that's quite a lot that, of that sounds like that sounds lazy. real laggy <laughs> well yeah well also uh, someone needs to have some brains to show me how to do it because i've got no idea what i'd be doing yeah um, it, it kind of sucks that the the x cloud that you guys are getting over there is so right crap <laughs> i yeah. feel like we've got like 50 or 60 games in there right now and there's like some decent games so that kind of that sucks. Just Halo, huh? Yeah, just Halo. Still. I think also if you sign up to the beta program, uh, the insider program, you get more, but I'm not in that, and I'm refusing to jump on the beta program again. So, Yeah, that, I mean, that's fair. Uh, xCloud, for, for what it is, uh, I think is great. Uh, I Not using it a ton, not as much as I used to be, I guess. I am, if I'm in a mobile situation, have been playing my Switch a little bit more. But yep. uh, XCloud's good once you once you have some options of yeah. actual games outside oh, of Halo. Can't wait till that actually happens. Really can't wait. I'm going to start kind of breaking in my Switch now. So me and my wife have been watching. T- We've gone through all the Marvels. We're going through the Star Warses now. Star Warses? Star Wars. The Star films. Wars. Yeah. Um, so I might just kind of plump out my Switch and see what she does. See what happens. Yeah. I might get like elbowed in the face, but we'll see. <laughs> You can just watch the uh, middle three Star Wars and get the gist of the whole story. So well, we're on. The, so we've watched the New Hope. So it's um, <laughs> what one's next? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah and that's then the Return next of the one. Jedi, and then you can. So just not are watch you? Anymore. You're watching them chronologically by the order they released in theaters. No, chronologically the way the story should go. So, so we've watched, watched one to three. One to three. Oh. Then watched Solo. Then watched Rogue One. Oh, okay. And then watched um, A New Hope. Huh. I, I don't think... I still have not watched it that way. I but, won't, probably. Well, if you go on the internet, though, it's like if you ask the best way to watch it, it doesn't right. doesn't tell you to watch it that way. It kind of skews the uh, the way they go. But in my head, the way the story should go is roughly that way around. It just makes the whole uh, Luke, I'm your father thing. Wait, it makes it just so irrelevant, and it's such like a monumental thing in those movies. So it's kind of like, oh well, that's not much of a shock now, is it? But that's what happens when you cash in. What is it? True, Fallen Jedi or Jedi Fallen Order in between what uh, (laughs) A New Hope and Return of the Jedi? Oh god, yeah, I could. Uh, Is that where it takes place again, or is that before it? Now I don't know. I thought it was maybe it's between three and four. Yeah, yeah, I, I think can't. I think that's where it is. Yeah. Okay. So Not yeah, you, should, you should play all the games when you're supposed to, where they fit in on the timeline too. So right. you're gonna. Yeah, that's. I got a whole oh, bunch of comics the, I can uh, send your way too, yeah. and you know, Disney Plus has like 700 <laughs> episodes of whatever. Oh, there's like two or three different cartoons now. Which yeah, is just I, start I need watching to watch a new the cartoons. Oh, you, got the, well, you got like seven seasons of the Clone Wars you have to watch in between yeah. two and three. Yeah. <laughs> My son won't sit down and watch them. It's really annoying. He won't watch them? No, he won't watch them. Doesn't like Star He's all about superheroes Marvel. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, and one he, or the other. As long as he likes one of them, I guess you're. Well, you're in the true. Tree. He's got. You've seen the big Hulk hands he's got. So when he's in a mood, he puts them on and goes Hulk smash. Oh, <laughs> Just beats God up sake. dad. Yeah, bang right in the face. Can't <laughs> hurt dad. Trust me. Yep. Take my kids try. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, you good with your your SimCity mobile chat? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, download it. It's free, friends. Give it a shot if you're yeah, interested. Um, all right, Moose. Animal Crossing. Yes, sir. What's uh? Give us an update. Oh, I I met uh, everybody's favorite musician, uh, KK Slider. So I is he on your shirt right now? Yeah. See, this is a <laughs> shirt my wife got me. It says uh, "Rocking Out" and it's got KK with a guitar on it. So. so Something that we were all kind of confused about going into Animal Crossing was, can you beat the game? And it sounds like you may have rolled credits by meeting KK. Right. So essentially, you just have to get three stars to roll credits on the game. On your three island. stars. So your island's like a three-star island. Or three whatever. out of five. Yeah. Okay. And then, as JB in our community has done, you can move on to four and then five-star islands. But I. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I got like sounds 15, like a lot of work. Yeah, I got like 15 million in the bank, and I didn't buy very many turnips today. So I think I'm slowing down on the old Animal Crossing because the uh, they had an event last week called Museum Week or something, and you go to each little stamp sec- section in your museum, and you have to find three different stamps in each, you know, in the bugs, in the fossils, and in the uh, fish. So you do that, and then you come back the next day, and it's the, the exact same thing. For the exact same rewards. And I already have three That plaques. sounds silly. <laughs> yeah. So what do I do with these? Go give them to other people? Like, it, it makes no sense to me unless there's something I'm missing. Well, that I'm wondering if it's just like a, you have a week to do it kind of thing. So no matter right. what day you showed up on, you could just get it done, I guess. Sure. But if you're someone who logs in every day, it's kind of like, no, why? What? <laughs> why am I yeah. doing this? I think I you did it Monday. It yeah, Monday and Tuesday. And then I was like, okay, this... This is okay, like a waste of time. Done here. <laughs> right. And like I said, I've got like $15 million in the bank right now, and I'm just waiting for cool stuff to buy, basically. Yeah, and I mean, isn't that part of getting your island to a five-star island? Is right. like decorating it with cool stuff yeah. anyways? So. Yeah. So I've gone around and I've picked up all the wood that I've left laying around, all the stones and all the materials everywhere. So that's probably what got me to my three stars. And I built a, a playground with a sandbox and a slide. So, you know, got to keep the kids happy. Yeah, but, uh, there you go. Credits rolled, so Bear, that's my uh, my first one for 2020. Yeah, first one. I beat. still can't believe you've beaten Animal Crossing. Yeah, buddy. I thought it was a game that was never ending. <laughs> it it never will end. And even if I knew it had an ending, if I had to pick a game that you were gonna get through this right? year, not that one. Animal Crossing was not one of them. <laughs> so, oh well. But uh, I did want to say we were talk- we've been talking about uh, animal talking that uh, Gary Witta late night talk show. Yeah. I saw something on there today that I didn't put in the news, but uh, apparently Sting and Shaggy are gonna release music on one of his shows this week. <laughs> so it's only gonna get bigger and bigger. I, I know, swear to man. God. Like he's gonna bump Kimmel and Fallon. They're gonna be like, "Who the hell is this Witta guy on Animal Crossing?" <laughs> I, right, like it's gonna be weird when it actually starts showing up on like ABC at night right. or something, like on actual TV. <laughs> it could happen. Who knows? Uh, so 
Animal Crossing is a great time suck. It's super friendly for anybody in the family. My daughter, I can just give her my Switch and let her go do whatever she wants, and she's not going to pass cause, it off. Yep. Yeah, she's not going to cause too much harm. Um, she can't spend 15 million bells, so <laughs> I'm not worried about that. And there's no microtransactions, so she's not going to like yeah. unload your literal yeah. bank, so that's yeah. good. And she can only visit Friends Island, so... She's not going to end up on some weirdo's exactly. island who locks her in the basement or something. I got some weirdos on my friend's list, but... Oh, know. fair enough. I'm on there, so... <laughs> I know. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, hey, good work. Yep. And now that I know it's only three out of five stars... If I need a game that I have to beat by the end yeah, of the year real quick. quick. That's right. There it is. I'll just it's have you old... offload a bunch of cool stuff on my island so I can just set it up quick and <laughs> The old boom. chocolate bear methodology. Yeah. <laughs> it works. I swear. I've seen it. I've seen it happen before. I've seen it done. <laughs> I got one on my list there, too, though, because I had uh, Borderlands all but about a 20-minute fight beat. So, you know, we all got to have our, our gimmies there. Yeah. yeah, I need to get this that game done. I've still not jumped into it. Well, they're getting more DLC like next week. So I was saying we still have a like a pretty thriving community inside of our Discord that still like oh, yeah. shared Borderlands news with each other. So I and you're still up, playing yeah. and grinding out for certain stuff. So it takes up the whole gaming channel and some days. Yeah, so <laughs> no better time to hop in than now. So yeah, maybe buddy. give it a look if we see it on a on a deep deep discount. We'll. Uh, Oh, I think he just has to load it up. Oh, do you own it? Yes. Yeah, I've got it. I just need to literally <laughs> need to turn it on and oh, okay. have someone help me carry me through the uh, the mess that is fair. Well, if you're save. looking for a carry, you know, chaotic Scottman's the one that got me through the final boss fight. So you know, there's a couple big guys. I know Soccer Greg is another big Borderlands player. Yeah. So. I think I just need the world to get back to whatever normal is and um, once the, the new kids normal. are out of the house. This yeah. is normal, Bear. Just get used to it. Well, I need my kids to go to school and then I'll have a day to play. <laughs> you got to figure Bear. out how to make it happen while they're home. Best of luck to you, sir. Locking them in the basin <laughs> is wrong. So, so well, I've been told. <laughs> it depends. Is there? Are they safe? Are they loved? Then are the walls fine. padded so they can't get hurt? Exactly. Just leave a bowl of water down there. It's fine. <laughs> all right. This took a turn. Yep. Um, all right. Last new game that we've, uh, well, Moose and I kind of played a little bit this week um, is this game called Hunt Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moose, do you want to tell us what that's about? Yeah. Hunt Down is a cyberpunk era bounty hunting game, and it's a uh, side scrolling platforming shooter. And like think contra cyberpunk that's like that was what you initially said to me before you sent the trailer you're right. like just think of contra meets cyberpunk and i was like okay sold <laughs> and that's essentially what it is right yeah you uh you choose from three, three bounty characters. hunters yep. um which you can because I, i've been doing this you can um you can swap them out i don't know if you knew that like in between yeah. missions i saw i um, haven't done it yet though so yeah, I I played with all three of them just to to get a feel of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, you have I'm not going to remember all their names. You have Mo Man. He's a he's a robot. He has right. like a, a semi-automatic gun with three like knives that he throws out. Um, okay. Then you have the Cyborg Man. He right. his name is 
John Sawyer. Yes, John Sawyer. Does that sound right? John Sawyer. Yep. Um, who is by far, I will say, my favorite character to play with. He, he's uh, the best he's voiceover for sure. More of like a magnum. So his his shots do a little bit more damage, but they do take a little more time yep. uh, in between rounds. But his secondary thing that he throws is a boomerang that actually yeah. will come back to you, and you can throw it again immediately. It's awesome. That's cool. So that thing's pretty boss. Um, and then uh, there's a there's a black girl. Her name is. Yeah, I'm I don't not remember gonna remember what her name is. Dinah like Dynamite. It's it's yeah, some play I think it on is words. something like that. Yeah. Um but she has like a, a burst pistol and she throws this giant axe. Um so you kind of have the three characters that they overall they do play pretty similarly. Uh but as Moose said, they're all voice acted uh quite well for this being a I don't want to say low budget, but like a small indie title, I guess. Like it's a 16 bit side scroller with everything being fully narrated. Like the boss fights, uh, you're the lady you're reporting to, um, because you're a mercenary. So this lady's just hiring you to take down all these people. And, um, so her name is, uh, Anaconda, Anaconda. I was Dinah, my Anaconda. (laughs) I was real close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so once you've chosen uh, from the the three characters, then you kind of have essentially just like a little. There's four big overworlds, or mm-hmm. I don't like want to call them overworlds, kinda, right? What'd you say? Like levels. Yeah. So there's like one districts. Big, yeah, we'll say districts. So like the first mm-hmm. district is going to have all the same type of enemies right. uh, with these four bounties that you're going to have with the with the last one being like the boss of that organization that you have to take down. So you're kind of just running through each level, uh, fighting all the minions. There's like checkpoints and whatnot. There's guns you can pick up along the way. Uh, A little different from Contra, you can only shoot left and right. So Mm -hmm. there's no aiming up. Um, You need to get to the same level as your opponents and take them out that way. But so once you get through all these, you're going to get to the final boss. Once you kill the final boss, you're going to open up the next like district. And there's four all together. Um, I think I'm almost done with the third one. This can't be Dang. that long of a game. I no, don't, I don't think. think it is. Yeah, it, do, it, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, I put a decent amount of time the last couple of days into it, but I am pushing right up on the last boss. Okay. Um, all the boss fights are pretty unique, I would say. Um, they'll kind of have different mechanics, and they definitely vary in difficulty. I know, Moose, you ran into one. Yeah, um, kind of stumped you. Murdoch, something Murdoch. Madman Murdoch. Yeah. Mad Dog Murdoch. Mad Dog Murdoch, I think. And I don't know why for the longest time, but he just runs around with a machine gun, and throws explosives at you. And I would just kept dying to him over and over and over again. But then when I beat him, it was like simple. So (laughs) right, and that's exactly how all these games go. Like when you beat the boss on your final run, it's like twenty seconds of work, but it's the hour that it took you leading up to it, learning his different patterns and that kind of stuff. That yeah, exactly the meat of the gameplay. Yeah, once you learn, that's that's all it is. It's it's just like any platforming game in the boss fights. Is you know learn the mechanics. Once you have them down, it's pretty simple to beat them. Yeah, where would you put this on par with uh, Katana Zero? I want to say it's better, in my opinion. But that's probably not the same for Risky. Yeah, I don't think so. I just think there was more to Katana. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just mechanically and being able to shoot and like you have a sword and your guns and like having time manipulation all that kind of stuff this is a very easy game to like hop right into like Mm -hmm. there's a jump button there's a shoot button and then there's like an invulnerable dodge right button and that that's really yeah as far as i know i'm not learning like new skills or moves or anything like that there's no double jump ever it's very Simple, yeah, it's it's kind of like guess. a a beat 'em up, but with shooters. But with guns, yeah, a shoot 'em yeah. up, a shmup, a shoot 'em up. Um, so I, I they're two different games for me, but I would still say Katana just had a little more to it, especially story wise. I think the story in Katana was kind of like what sets that apart from a lot of other games like that. Where yeah. this one's kind of like, yeah, you're a mercenary. We're just gonna have you kill all these people, and e- right. each level's you killing a, a new bounty. So it's it's still a ton of fun like i haven't been able to put it down uh and like i said i'm almost done with it at this point right um but yeah there's um when you're doing each level or like bounty there's three things that you're rated on it's the amount of people you kill it'll give you a number you have to hit um there's three like hidden caches on each level um and if you get all three of them that gets checked off and then there's a a maximum amount of deaths that you can have i think is the last one i think well i think you just have to go perfect in order to get oh is that. it straight up yeah one life yeah if you can do everything ah. one life then you get that extra bonus but i have yet that would to make do sense that. yeah i haven't hit a single one of those for any of no. my levels so i have no i had no idea what it actually was <laughs> but um so yeah there is like it'll tell you like my first district i beat it but it says like 67 percent done or maybe mm-hmm. a little lower than that definitely a little lower than that uh so you can go back to each individual like bounty mission uh try to collect all the stuff try not to die like do it there are checkpoints which is awesome so it's like when you do finally have that final boss fight it kind of throws you right back in over and over so you can learn it it's not like you're having to relearn anything i guess which is good because that would be a pain imagine having to do that in one run right like uh hollow knight having to run back you know 10 or 15 minutes to find the boss again yeah, like, like <laughs> thank you. Uh, overall, though, I think it's a it's a great little cyberpunk contra game. Yeah, and like like Risky said, you know, it's it's kind of short. So if that seems a little steep, twenty bucks, I'm sure it'll be on sale here soon because it's an indie developer that's making this game. So yeah, it was funny because you were like, check out this game. I'm definitely gonna pick it up on a sale. And then like a couple hours later, you shot me messages like, I have no patience i bought it <laughs> yeah it's like i was like i haven't spent money on games in a while i need something new to play and this is a good one it's a good uh, i haven't played a game like contra in ages right uh well actually we had that wasn't there just one in game pass there's a chrome new contra or something yeah and then there was that oh, other chrome. game too yeah battle chrome was it battle chrome something cr- something chrome, chrome. something uh, yeah, I'm just trying to look now, but my phone might die. So but there's yeah, a new Contra I, I did game that just play a little bit too. of that one. I'm definitely more, more hooked to this one. And I don't know if it's because it's on the Switch and not right. a console or what. But. Yeah, this is just kind of like the perfect Switch game for me. It's what yeah, I like 100%. to play on the Switch. You know, that Hunt Down I think is all across all platforms as well. Cool. Yeah, as far as I but it's like we said, it's a 16-bit game, so it's not going to be any Blazing any- Chrome. Blazing Chrome. Blazing Chrome. Not, oh, I think Neon have... Chrome is also the name of a game, but not the I'm one sure I was thinking of. They if do not, have we Neon should make Chrome one. Okay. on there as well. So Blazing Chrome. Yeah, that's the one that's in uh, Game Pass that I was thinking of. Sweetness. Um, what did you say, Moose? I said sweetness. Oh. 
gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I, I'm good with with that. Hunt down, hunt down's dope. Look into it. Yeah. Um, maybe wait for a sale. Yep, it's it's something new this year, so there's not a lot of that right now. Uh, that's hundred percent accurate. I'm playing Day Z right now, so exactly. <laughs> this is really definitely better than Day Z. I can I can put it up there. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, the usual stuff. Anyone need to talk about anything? Just grinding out that Final Fantasy. I'm, I think I'm chapter 14 or 15 now. Oh, I think you're finally ahead of me. So Yeah, got to keep it moving. Yeah, I have to. It's been so nice out, dude. It's We've had like five days of just nothing but sunshine. And the only thing I can do outside is play my Switch. Thank God <laughs> that I have the new version that's a little brighter for the outdoors. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Nothing like well being drenched in sweat laying on my back deck trying to play Switch. It's great. <laughs> well worth the money. F- for sure. You know what also is worth the money? Air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to throw an AC box in that window right back there for next episode just to test out how loud. noisy it is. I have both my windows open right now, so if you're hearing like cars drive by and stuff, that's 100% on me because it is. I would be soaked right now if I didn't have these windows open. So. Nobody can hear the noise. You do have a nice glow here. I always have a nice glow, chocolate. This is just—it's just me. It's my shiny Italian. He's oily not sweating. Skin. He's glistening. You know what's up. Um, the only thing that I wanted—the last game that I had to talk about—it uh, was just—it's a mode in Warzone currently. They have Trios Classic out right now, hmm. um, which just think of like. PUBG, I would say. Um, you drop in, you're just picking up weapons out of crates. There's no like bounties or missions. There's no buying loadouts. There's no cash in the game. There's no gulag. It literally has stripped the entire game down to like an OG battle royale, drop in, loot boxes, be the last one standing. So it's like none of the other stuff that makes Warzone Warzone. Um, that's currently going on right now as trios. I will say that after playing uh, a little bit of that, I don't know if I can play old school, like original Battle Royales at this point without buybacks. Because if you go down early, yeah, like there's sucks. just no hope. And you know you're just sitting there for like 20, 30 minutes if they win or something. And it's kind of just... I don't know. It's there's something about like watching other people's like money numbers go up to that 4500 mark where you know that they can buy you back so you're going to like hop back in. Yeah, so when you go back start. to the well, I'm spectating for well until everyone else dies. It's kind of it's kind of tough. Isn't that how Blackout used to be too? Yeah, and I Blackout only had the buyback thing on very like, like specific modes, right? events modes yeah. and stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can go back to even like apex has, if you pick it up and bring it to like a respawn station. Uh, yeah. so like there's all the games at this point have ways to get people back into the action, which I think was something that just had to happen with these games. Mm-hmm. Um, because going back to this, it was not great. And you get so used to like, I know at first I thought the loadout thing was super controversial because it's kind of like, yeah, everybody's just going to have, like, the best weapon that they could possibly have for themselves. So it's kind of, like, going to be unfair. You're never going to win because you have a better weapon than somebody else. Um, 
but now I kind of if you if I don't have my weapons, it just feels awful. Like having to use a box weapon, like a weapon that came out of a box for the entire match is just blech. those guns are just terrible. So um, I I don't know how long that that mode's going on for. I would assume at least a week, depending on the reception that it gets uh, from people. I know I'm not a fan. I'll just play Regular. the normal Warzone mode, but. It is there for people if they do want to try it or if they never like threw together loadouts or they're just more comfortable uh, in general. So, did uh, did they have attachments or were the guns still like by class? Uh, yeah, so they're just all it's all like that rarity scale where okay. you'll pop out like an orange gun that will have the most right. attachments. Yeah. Um, so it, it's exactly the kind of guns that you would find in the normal game, like when in the early stages when you're just hitting all the crates to look for money. Right. Um, it's it's all those weapons. Okay. Um, gotcha. Dan Pod in chat did say that he thinks it'll be gone uh, Tuesday, next Tuesday. Um, so uh, the day this comes out, you have probably got at least a week if you do want to give it a look. Uh, I just don't know that I love it anymore. So, so there's that. Fair Fun enough. mode though, if you're into OG battle royales. Right. But uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. You guys good then? Yeah. Yep. All right, before we get into the news, uh, this is the last week to get, or, yep, last week? Yes, last week, uh, for our Game Pass roulette game, Deliver Us the Moon. Deliver Us the Moon is a sci-fi thriller set in an apocalyptic near future where Earth's natural resources are depleted. A lone astronaut is sent to the moon on a critical mission to save humanity from extinction. Um, A bunch of people in the community are playing this right now, um, and we've had some feedback for it, so... Next episode will be a good one. There is still some time for everybody to get this done. Uh, not the longest game in the world. So everybody should be able to beat it, uh, even if you only have a week left, because that's what I'm going to have to do. So if I can do it, <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, it's um, like five hours or so to complete it. Yeah, maybe a little bit longer if you go a little deeper into the stories and side yeah, and content. I, I've already missed a Chaos bunch it. of it, so it's going to be about a three-hour game for me. <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah I, I i ran straight to the ship so <laughs> no exploring I, for this guy I, no if i just they said i needed to Mainline launch a that ship story. time was of the essence so you know i follow Makes directions sense. fair I was enough gonna say chaotic as uh we'll be dropping a video next week nice. about his uh his thoughts on the game so as we drop the podcast on the 2nd of june on the 1st of june he'll have a youtube video out about what he thought about it oh nice okay so yeah uh check the youtube channel and we're still only a few subs away from getting that custom youtube.com slash cross line gaming we are so close i think we're seven away now so if you're not away go sub and then check out some of that sweet sweet content yeah good stuff Um, there all right yeah so that's game pass roulette um but now let's get into some news moose what is going on in the news this week um this one dropped right kind of as the podcast was recording last week and i didn't put it in but i'll go ahead and announce it now uh mojang has now renamed themselves rebranded themselves so um they they put out a statement and it says hang on just a second now i got my stuff in the way it says we will say this 
Play is at the heart of Mojang Studios. It's the blocky backbone of our games, the core of our development philosophy, and the entangled, and even entangled in our name, which roughly translate to gadget in lovely old-timey Swedish. And now, finally, it's squarely planted in our new modular logo. So, um, the logo is basically like a bunch of looks like 3D puzzle pieces that are turning around. And uh, finally, it just spells out Mojang Studios. So they, they've changed from just Mojang to Mojang Studios because now they have offices all over the world. So they are multiple studios. So fun stuff. Is that right? Nice. Um, when I saw that they were having a rebrand, I thought they might have a, a name that was a little easier to pronounce because I'm, all, I'm right. almost positive it's Mojang. Or Mahjong. Or, or Maj- you know I mean? <laughs> Mahjong. <laughs> it's like, we're just going to call just it Mojang. Like, Block Studios. <laughs> yeah. Something the Minecraft, Minecraft guys. Exactly. Minecraft Studios. Yeah. So this is this is in uh, unison with their, what, 10th year anniversary and the release of Minecraft Dungeons this week as well. So. Um, oh, I forgot just, that was coming out. That's the, the day the podcast comes out, right? Yeah, buddy. That was probably a spoiler for games Sorry, coming man. out this week. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. That's okay. I'm <laughs> fine with spoilers. Some people might not be, though. So... Um, that's about it for uh, Mojang, Mojang, Mahjong, whatever you want to <laughs> say. I think Mahjong is yeah. probably what we should stick we'll, with. We'll go with Mahjong. All right. Up next, uh, got some Gamescom announcements. Uh, did you guys see any of this stuff come out last week? I didn't. So um, it's going to be from August 27th through the 30th. Uh, it's going to be all digital, of course. There's going to be nobody you know, hosting any shows or anything. Um, it will be a four-pronged attack with Gamescom now online being a, having a significant expansion this year. That'll be the first prong. Um, then the shows, well, starting with the opening night, hosted by Jeff Keighley. Uh, Gamescom Awesome Indies, is, which is added this year. Um, a daily show, which they kind of update you on all the news every day. I think it's the first thing in the morning. And then, um, let's see. After the daily show, they have Inside the Studio, so it's a behind-the-scenes with the devs kind of interview type of show. And then it ends with Best of Show, so uh, they're kind of trying to give us a bunch of content. And then the another pronged attack, which is going from actually August 17th to August 30th, is DevCom. And from what I got from it, it looks like TED Talks for game developers. <laughs> so... Um, probably a perfect way to describe it to be honest so it's, right that's yeah. you know i went to the website and that's what it looked like <laughs> so and then uh the last thing they wanted to uh make sure that we talk about is uh the cooperation so they will have some sort of partner demo every day with you know like a big game developer so they'll have some sort of presentation that's sponsored by you know a big developer as well as they're going to be working with social media influencers and um, other social partners to get the games to the fans or as close to the fans as possible that's good i think this is how they they have to do it this way right so hopefully we'll get our hands on some demos that we usually don't get because nobody can touch them you know in person like how this just becomes like the future right like even if COVID ended right in a month, yeah. like it's so this much cheaper. Is how this should always be done, <laughs> right? I feel it like we should all be able money. to agree on that. Like game dev studios, like they save so much money doing it this way versus right. flying out a whole studio to L.A. or well, yeah. Nevada or wherever. Um, so do consumers. All they got to do is hit download on the demo, as opposed to find lodging, buy tickets, buy food, buy travel. You know. It, 
it just it's cheaper for everybody all around so I, yeah. unfortunately i never got to go to one of those big conferences but it, it may not be a possibility after after the covid yep imagine the data they will pull from people downloading all right. these oh, games yeah. and knowing how long they're going to stay on them playing them yeah and they can go oh yeah we're going to roughly sell x amount of units they're going to be licking their lips yeah especially with the uh the new playstation that's going to be watching us every move we make so <laughs> as if it doesn't blow up first <laughs> yeah that's true so uh speaking of the ps5 thanks for that bear um, oh nice segue we got a little Nailed more it. we got a little more info from the playstation 5 trickle feed so uh mike bithel he's known for uh the game john wick hex got his hands on a demo of the DualSense controller and he says <clears throat> i've got a quote here he says what is this yeah <laughs> he says uh you're going to love what they're doing with the controller on the PS5 as well with the DualSense stuff. Haptic, the raindrops thing. I've had some demos. They're very good. You're going to have some fun with the games and that. So what he's saying is basically the way that their new sound technology works with the Unreal 5 engine and the haptic feedback on your controllers, you're going to be able to feel each individual raindrop on your hands. No, no way. Yes. That's, that's weird. Super weird. Yes. Yes. So uh, I'm excited to see this. That makes me you, more interested in this PlayStation. You know. Do you think they're going to have the uh, the ability to turn this off? I, think I would so. assume so. Yeah, because it'll just yeah. freak some people out. Like. Well, yeah, it feels. Uh, it sounds like I'm hating on this, but it's it sounds gimmicky. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I kind of think right. that's like with the DualShock Four, like. It has a little speaker, as so you can hear, like flashlights clicking on and off, and babies crying if you're playing Death Stranding. Yeah. Like, it does do some weird gimmicky stuff already. Uh, so yeah. it just seems like they're kind of upping it. You got guys chirping at you while you're in the box in the baseball game. Yeah, when your you're controller. playing the show. It's <laughs> but um, if this if this works right, you know, I think that could be really cool to be able to feel. You know, and they also said like. And, and for an example, like a racing game, you drop a wheel, you know, off the road into the dirt, and you can feel that in the controller. One side, the road like still the right feels, side, right? Yeah, the road oh. side, the road still feels normal in your left side of your controller, but the right side it changes to the feeling of a dirt road or mud or something like that. At least the name of the controller is starting to make more and more sense. The dual right. sense, yeah, so dual sense, kind of. So see where they're, they're going, I guess. Yeah, they're going to be, you know, trickling more information out until they do their official release, which probably is not too far off. Good deal. At least they're, you know, not the release, but the announcement for the PS5. So, see what that thing looks like finally. See if they actually change the design of it so it doesn't right. look like a blow big up. V. Also, <laughs> yeah. So up next, this one is uh, some some bear news. Good news for bear. So Re Respawn announced their uh, Vancouver campus. Um, it's a new office that's uh, primarily going to be focusing on supporting Apex. The studio has been in operational for the last eight months, and this will relieve pressure on their California campus to allow them to work on new developments. So, Bear, yes. you stoked to have a dedicated office to support your game? I think it need needs it is the wrong word. If they're going to keep up with, with Fortnite, how, they have to. Well, they keep... Ch I suppose the way they... 
they've been taking people, didn't they? They took some guys from Apex. They worked on Star Wars. I think a few got integrated into Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think just with the fact that Respawn's doing quite well and EA is kind of in and around and above them, they're just pulling people here, there, and everywhere. And I think potentially, was it season three mm-hmm. or season two? One of the seasons, it it wasn't the greatest season ever and they may have just dipped slightly i think this is now just to refocus on what they need to do um and the fact that they've got this new uh quest legend kind of loba story that's tying in throughout the season this is going to be just more things to that they're going to do if that makes sense season six you know there'll be some other huge broad story that they've got in the background right Oh yeah, it's exciting to see where the story goes for this game because that's what they're going to focus on is you know the development of the characters and you know why everybody is in this universe, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. They just dropped the um, the next treasure trove of um, season five for Apex. It was uh, it was quite interesting. The first time they've had a single player. I don't want to say campaign, but it was a single player campaign story in the game so that was nice and that was what you had to log in and get your crate every day for is that right so you you log in every day to get your crate which ties into more skins and loot um this one i believe just opens up periodically or weekly so you jump in and you have a new quest task to do um and this one was you had to run through um and gain or get some gem and then get yourself uh, evacuated, and it was you were getting evac'd from the uh, dropship from from Titanfall. You know that mm-hmm. you, when you used to play Titanfall, right. you used to jump in the ship at the end yep. and get flown away yeah. as you won. It was yeah, it was that. It was it was quite a nice story. Huh. Um, I might be putting a, putting together a video of it all. I haven't decided yet. That's I've cool. Got it all recorded of the actual story. Yeah. So it's whether I do one whole big story or i just do little clip it's here there but then our youtube channel will just become apex that's what it is now and episodes true works for me (laughs) i hear we got a uh, a dan pod special coming up here soon don't we we have yeah i've got one more video to edit from uh, dan pod and then i'm going to release his three the old dan pod special just a murder fest and some of some of those deaths are absolutely amazing <laughs> he gets um, creative when he kills doesn't he oh d- there was one of them he was like poetry in motion he was just going around knife killing everyone <laughs> with a riot shield um and the best there was a sniper and he must have been zoomed in this sniper because he jumps in front of him with his shield riot shield up kind of peeks twice and then just knifes him in the head <laughs> um the guy makes me jealous. I, I was looking almost every clip. He is killing at least five people. Yeah. Absolute monster. Sounds like it's some clips worth tuning into. Definitely. Definitely. They'll be, they'll be dropping in June. So don't worry guys. Sweet. Not long. Not long. Good deal. Speaking of call of duty, let's go to the next subject. You guys are just walking me right into all these new, these next <laughs> topics. Segway city. So, uh, we got a hint at what the next black ops is going to be. Uh, looks like it's going to be black ops, cold war. Uh, Treyarch is going back to the past with its next installment of black ops. 
The new bunker keys and secret content in Warzone are hinting at that and will be releasing more info as the reveal is dropped. But people have also hacked inside the uh, vaults and exposed everything inside. So people are connecting the dots, and it looks like the next game is going to be Cold War. Zach, have you been in any of the bunkers yet? Uh, no, I have not. So, yeah, that's one thing I, I guess I could have touched on is that they added the, the ability to open some of these hidden bunkers that are in the Warzone map. Oh, but uh, it is you have a, to find a key card, and then depending on the color chase. of the key card, you have to go to a very specific vault. Uh, the only key cards that we found uh, went to vaults that were nowhere near us, and we right. didn't even bother trying to go to get to them. Because when you think about it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. If it's going to take you 15 minutes to find the key card, hunt down which vault it opens, and then get to it uh, to get that loot, by that time you can already have your loadout uh, purchased. You could have already bought the things that would come out of the vault, and it's mm-hmm. just kind of seems pointless unless you are playing the classic mode uh, where you can't buy all that stuff because in that case it's just a giant loot cave full of orange boxes and awesome guns and stuff but other than that doesn't make a ton of sense to me uh, I'm not going out of my way to open any of them but right there's another way to open them too um, Ben sent me a video I guess you have to answer a phone when it's ringing and then it gives you three other locations and you have to answer these phones in order and then it unlocks a bunker somewhere okay yeah dan said it's bunker 11 that it unlocks uh doing it that way i guess with the phones Uh, i did notice that there's phones going off in weird places though Mm -hmm. because one scared the literal daylights out of me (laughs) just like creeping through a building it's like bring bring and you're like yeah bad guys bad guys and it's all russian and you're like what does this even mean (laughs) But people have translated uh, it all, yeah. and it basically is all hinting at the Cold War is coming. So look for a release uh, sometime in October for the new Call of Duty game, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited. I know, right? It's like, meh, Warzone's fun, and I spent uh, $60 um, on the last Call of Duty. So, And that's the thing. like, If this if Warzone just keeps going as a standalone thing, like which it is, because you can just download it free to play and just play Warzone like any other Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I'd rather play a battle royale than normal multiplayer. I didn't even go through the campaign of Modern Warfare, which apparently is phenomenal. So it's only like eight I, hours I don't long, know too. Why I would be into Cold War at all, <laughs> to be honest. So yeah, it's going to be a weird on one for one. me. But uh, like Dan said in chat, um, if you can open up Bunker Eleven, it gives you the like orange mud dauber mp7 which is like all fully kitted and it's got like a dirt black type camo on it so okay that's what's that's what the secret is sorry guys spoilers <laughs> and, and that's the only way you can unlock that weapon so i believe so yeah if you do want it until i do use until the MP7, they let you pay money for it. it yeah get it they'll let you buy it i promise that's only 1999 <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> So, yep, look for that coming out probably, like I said, end of October is usually when we get our, our next installment of Call of Duty. So, um, have you guys seen this new thing, New Game Plus Expo? Nope, tell us about it. Okay, nope. so it looks like it's going to be another Indie Games Expo. Um, it's, let's see, it says, 
It's an online showcase of new and upcoming releases from a coalition of developers from around the world, featuring a diverse assortment of dozens of titles spanning every genre from action to puzzle solving and even storytelling. This is your glimpse into what's next from your favorite publishers. Uh, three of the main ones that I saw on here were Sega, SNK, and uh, Axis Games. So um, a few more. Uh, Playism, Arc System Works, Wave Forward, Grasshopper Manufacturer. Um, so it's, it looks like it's an indie game showcase, and it's going to take place uh, June 23rd at 8 p.m. or 8 a.m. Pacific time. So that's like, who knows, Bear? It's like, 11 my time and 4 in the afternoon his time. There you go. Yep. I think. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Interesting. I think you're just going to see more and more of this type of thing just right. pop up throughout the summer. Exactly. Because there's no E3. So. Yep. And speaking and of... They need to do work and get paid. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of things popping up this summer, uh, we got some more <laughs> Summer Games Fest news. So uh, they're going to do the Day of the Devs, uh, June 22nd and July 20th. And it's going to be an indie game showcase that was supposed to be part of GDC. And it will all also showcase selected AAA games. So they'll have gameplay, news, and musical performances from both indie and AAA games. That's about all the information that Jeff Keighley gave, which was really cryptic. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next, uh, you guys getting into Valorant at all? No. I might give it a shot when it comes out, but I didn't do. I didn't really mess yeah. with the. I had a code, but I never ac- accessed it or activated it or whatever. Yeah, it's so just kind of meshing two genres or games yeah. that I'm not like big what on. Was it CS:GO so. and Overwatch kind of? Yeah, it's like a hero shooter. CSGO. And, uh, right. I don't know. So anybody that is looking forward to that, the uh, they announced the uh, launch date or release date, and that's going to be June 2nd, so you don't have to wait too long. Uh, that's right around the corner. Oh, wow. That's, it's PC only, right? Yes, I believe so, at least right now. Yeah. So, um, and the last thing I got, uh, did you guys see who won the Madden Bowl? <laughs> I did not. Who was it? <laughs> All right, listen to this. Rydell Joke Burrito won $65,000 in a championship belt last weekend. Um, the the reason I included this story is he used the Redskins punter as his quarterback. What? Yep. Oh, yeah, I saw this. So um, it was a, a uh, salary cap type tournament, and he didn't throw a pass the whole game or the whole tournament, ran the ball every single time. So he used that salary cap money on other players to beef up his squad and he won the championship game 17 to 0. <laughs> so he basically Literally just, just running it down yeah, to the opponent's Dude, he he moneyballed Madden. That's got to make those developers so mad. Yeah, like this isn't the way our game is supposed yeah, to be played. This is not, not going to be the meta. So we need to fix this now. So he abided by the rules. Yeah, there's he nothing wrong with salary, it. Yeah. He did nothing wrong. He just, you know, Precisely. he he circumvented the system and found a, a loophole that got him an advantage over other players. God, so that's so bad. Yeah, that's just the least amount of fun. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Who is this scrub playing quarterback right now? Right. But then again, with I, the celebrity I challenge, if you said his name. I would have no. I probably would have assumed it was like a second string quarterback sitting on a bench somewhere. I wouldn't have yeah. thought it was a. 
punter for the Redskins. <laughs> but in the celebrity Madden Bowl, the Hollywood Brown won by running with, uh, what's his name, Lamar Jackson every play. So it's pretty much the same thing. So running is OP in Madden. Always. It always has been. But that's the you, one thing that I never do in Madden, and that probably yeah. explains why I'm so bad at Madden. Your passes get picked off way too easily. Even if the guy's open, he gets covered and overcovered, like in a matter of two steps. Well, I'm gonna save these tips up here in the old brain, and next time I get challenged to a Madden game that I'm inevitably going to lose, I'll at least try to run the ball a little bit more. Rather you just gotta follow your blocks, let the play develop. Throwing it. Fair. So, yep. Unless you guys got anything else to talk about, that's all I got for the news today, boys. All right, chocolate. New games coming out this week. Oh yeah. New games coming out. So um, I've uh, decided to use a different website because someone has uh, reliably informed me that I was trash at telling them when <laughs> games came out. That was off my recommendation. So sorry, Bear. Uh, so, so we've got Minecraft Dungeon. It's out everywhere on the 26th of May. Sweet. You have Autonomy Crops. And that's coming out on the Xbox on the 28th of May. And that's a kind of, uh, oh God, Stardew Valley. Um, also, Fallout-esque game. Huh. So you're a farmer, but it's all 16-bit. Very strange, very vibrant. It um, looks quite good. Sounds like we something also, I can get into, so I like it. I think you'll like it. We also have the best day ever if you're a switch owner you have borderlands 1 2 the prequel xcom bioshock collection that's 1 2 and all of a sudden the third game has just disappeared from my brain but but the one that's not set in Rapture. infinite <laughs> thank you very much got you and they are all heading for the switch on the 29th of may oh my god that is a good day those are massive triple a games coming to the switch i will be interested to see how they all run and look right. yeah. I feel like we're getting a lot of it's gonna be a lot of witcher-esque games I, how's that I coming on it. any platforms right now risky what'd you say how's witcher coming on any platforms right now well you know if you combine <laughs> all my saves across all of my different platforms i've probably um, beat the game uh so you're no, getting ready to start halfway. over again probably not even halfway there yeah i mean I can only say what's up to the Bloody Baron on so many platforms before <laughs> I go lose my mind. So there's that. Oh, well. Um, so Minecraft Dungeons does go day in, day into Game Pass, and that's obviously with your Xbox and your PC. So have fun with that. Yeah, if you're not familiar with Minecraft Dungeons, it's pretty much just Minecraft Diablo. Is yeah. All I've been that's, seeing. Yep. There's supposed to be that some sort of Easter egg for Diablo 2 in it. It's what? There's it, supposed to be some sort of Easter egg inside Minecraft Dungeons to Diablo 2. Oh, okay. Makes okay. sense, because that's what it looks like blocky Diablo. Right. I'll yeah. definitely uh, be talking about this one a little bit, at least. Uh, yeah, I'll check it week. out. I'll check it out for sure. No worries. And that's it. There is nothing else that jumped out, and I thought this was needed to be newsworthy. Well, go get hunt down if you're looking for a new game because that one came out i don't know when it came out but we last just week couple, yeah sure of it it's last week or two weeks ago something like that okay so yeah grab that one if you really need a game uh if not minecraft dungeons does look like a good bit of fun 
uh, four-player co-op, I'm pretty sure. So, fun times. Good times. Um, all right. Well, hey, this is a mailbag episode, so let's get into the mailbag. You've got mail. All right. So this first question comes in from Ladonian. He wants to know, what was your favorite game to play outside with your friends growing up? You really enjoyed Flashlight Tag and Capture the Flag. Did you guys have any games like this? Moose, we'll start with you. What were some good outdoor games you used to play with your friends? Yeah, I used to play a couple games at night that were a lot of fun. One was uh, Ghost in the Graveyard. Yeah. Like a, a version of um, Hide and Seek. And then another one is just another rendition of hide and seek, which is called sardines. And I think we really like playing that because like once, so there was one person hiding and then everybody else was out going to find them. And then once you found them, you had to hide with them. So you try to cram in as Ooh. many people in that hiding spot until like the last person finds them. <laughs> That's so that hilarious. I've never heard yeah. of that. Yeah. So we call it sardines. That was a fun That's game. That's pretty good. You probably ruined that game a lot. Oh yeah. Being six foot five. <laughs> Well, I wasn't always 6'3", but, you know, oh, you I was weren't? always bigger. <laughs> yeah, I came out 6'3". My mom was like, dang, he's already grown. Uh, how about you, Bear? you have any uh, good outdoor games? Maybe they vary a little bit over in the UK from, from over here. They do a tiny bit. Uh, we had a game uh, I used to enjoy playing, uh, Kirby, which was you stood at either end. <laughs> Wait a second. Is this not American History X Kirby, right? Oh, no, no, okay. Jesus. Just making sure. I was thinking of the pink, squishy <laughs> cartoon character that just sucks everything, so we're going in two very different directions. Just want to make sure there yeah. were no hate crimes going on the internet. I, I know right it's now. late over here, guys, but no, no, we're not going, we're not doing uh, dark chocolate tonight. Uh, um, so, yeah, you stand at either edge of the, your curb in your street, and you'd have a ball, and you'd have to throw it, and every time you threw it, it wasn't allowed to bounce in the middle, it had to hit the curb. And as it hit the curb, you got to jump. And the closer you got to your opponent as such, you won if you kind of went across the whole the whole street. Does that make sense? Nope. Nope, not really. I have, <laughs> I've done a terrible job of explaining I, this. I Fantastic. probably can't YouTube it either. Tell me what comes up. I have no interest Dear, in. don't want to watch. <laughs> it's like crossing a river. You're at two different sides of the bank. If you throw your ball and it hits the other person's bank, you get to do a jump over in the river, and you have to keep going until you make it across. Okay. How's that? So you just have to have good aim. With Good aim, okay. yeah. And if you miss, you have to you go back to your starting point. Oh. All right. Yeah. Sure. I think I understand that a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the 90s. Come on. <laughs> there was nothing else to do. Fair enough. Um. So, growing up in the country, I had a lot of fun games like uh, whip crab apples at each other. Uh, we used to <laughs> oh, do yeah. that a lot. Um, yeah. We used to Dirt play. Dirt Wars. <laughs> yep. Uh, we used to play throw snowballs at the cars when they drive by on the road. Dude, we had a um, slingshot for that. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. You know, like the two person slingshots that one, two people hold the sides and then one person pulls back and lets them go. There dangerous. was a stop sign probably about 150 yards from my backyard. And we would just pelt people down there. 
I remember one time uh, we hit this car with a with a snowball and it it pulled over, which I guess is just something that it's gonna happen sooner right. or later. But most yeah. cars don't stop. You're kind of just you're driving, you get hit by something. You're like, whoa, what was that? Like a bird? I don't know. Who knows? This guy stopped. Uh, so obviously we ran away and we're hiding out in my neighbor's barn, which is <laughs> probably like a quarter mile away or something. And so we're in there hiding because like this dude's not going to come searching for us. Right. right. No, he didn't. He went right up to my parents' house, knocked, knocked on, the door, on the door. It was like, Hey, do you have kids outside whipping snowballs at cars? Uh, so we heard the guy yelling at first, but then I hear my father yelling at the top of his lungs Ooh. and that was the quickest I've ever run in my life back to was my house. Was he yelling at that man or was he yelling at you? He was yelling at me Uh-oh. to get my butt back to the house Ooh. and have a nice chat with this gentleman who was uh, not very happy, to say the least. Um, Were you able to uh, sit down the following day? Uh, no, definitely not. Nope. <laughs> that is the type of household I grew up in, and no, there's no way. I had the... Uh, Sleep face down on my bed. <laughs> Good old days of spankings. Man, I miss those Spoons, days. belts, just whatever. Yeah, whatever they could reach. Yeah. Electrical cords. I have broken one or two spoons on my, uh, <laughs> on my backside. Jesus. Didn't we all? Um, yeah. No, I think we used to, one variation of tag we used to play um, was like infected. I don't even know what we would have called it back in the day. I'd call it infected, but like once you found one person, they join the the seekers to go Blob find tag. the hiders yeah i don't did that have a name oh it's kind of like sharks and minnows as soon as the shark becomes a you know as soon as they get caught then they become a shark too okay yeah so like that is what we used to play a lot um so then there would always be like five people searching out that last person mm-hmm. um but yeah we just spent a lot of time just throwing stuff at each other so pretty much what did uh you guys did you guys ever play where you'd knock on someone's door and then run <laughs> Ding away dong ditch yes Oh, is that what you would call yep. it? We used to call it Knock Down Ginger. Knock <laughs> Down <laughs> Ginger. Not I would love an explanation. No, 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 don't have one. I don't, I do not. Darn it. Don't know. Listen, I wasn't a cool kid. I didn't make names up. I just followed Knock, one line. Would you like to go play Knock Down Ginger? <laughs> Knock Down Ginger? <laughs> the most British thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, the worst bit of it is you were doing it in your our street that we lived in wasn't that long. So there was probably <laughs> 50 houses and you would knock the door opposite where you lived and then ran pointless absolute point exactly where you were <laughs> yeah precisely <laughs> uh yeah i played that a time or two always always good fun to just Back sit in over the in the bushes just watching this person come outside and just look up and down the street like what? yeah back in the day when you when it was you know it, when you were able to toilet paper your enemies or friends yeah, exactly we live in a scary day and age now where if I had kids, I would not want them running up to strangers' houses and knocking on their doors. I would just be, be no. frightened. That's like all you. fundraisers now are just done through parents' networks because you're not going door-to-door to sell nothing. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> uh, and everybody has, like, the Ring app now, like so they mm-hmm. can just, like, hit an app on their phone and then their camera in the front door is just looking away. immediately at whatever just happened to their front door. It's like, well, just watch five kids go sprinting down the road. <laughs> yeah. so I guess I don't need to get off the couch. So there's that. Pretty much. There's no fun anymore. Nope. Only fun in games. Yep. And I'm playing Daisy right now, so how much fun is there really left? <laughs> All right. Um, good question, Ladonian. Um, 
This next one comes in from Cabo. He says, is there a genre or a specific game where you would rather watch other people play instead of you playing it? For him, it's the real-time strategy genre. Uh, he does enjoy the story campaigns for Halo Wars and StarCraft II, Bad Com- or Company of Heroes, but for multiplayer, uh, I would rather watch others, other people play it. I get smoked every time I try playing a 1v1 against someone in those games. Um, yeah, Chocolate, any games that you would rather watch people play than uh, play yourself? Well, funny enough, I was just looking on my Twitch feed to see what games I've got on there because I couldn't think of one that sprung to mind. But now, looking at it, it might be Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's, so, yeah, I feel like that's a good answer if you're watching like best of clips or something. Right. Otherwise, well, you're just watching uh, like people sail around sometimes. Well, it depends who you're watching. I think there's, yeah, there's one or two streamers I, that I've seen. Um, there's one guy, he's on Twitter, God knows his name, I can't, can't remember it. But he goes and he solo sw- sloops on and he will just either go do stuff, you know, get get whatever, or he'll troll, just troll people. Troll whole yeah, galleons of it, people. Uh, yeah, and it's not, you know, a 1v1 someone. He will go for a galleon or he will go for... You know, he will go for them having the numbers and watching some of the things he does is just amazing. You know, running on the ship, leaving a a, a keg to blow up, and then kind of you know just this guy's like following them, following him around his ship like absolutely crazy. Just can't it's, do anything it's to hilarious. It. Precisely, it's it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, but yeah, Sea of Thieves, I love playing it but also get really bloody annoyed. So that's why I haven't touched it in a while. You know, you get all that loot and then your ship goes down. I'm like, mother... Yeah, for sure. It's understandable. How about you, Moose? Yes. Do you have any I, games? I don't know. I, I think everything I watch, I play because I just try to find people that are good at it and get better strategies to improve the way I play. Yeah. When I was thinking about it, it was kind of like, well, well... For starters, I don't watch a ton of Twitch or Mixer right. to begin with because, like, if I have that spare time to be watching somebody game, I'm if probably you have trying spare to be time, gaming myself. Who are you kidding? You are nothing well, but spare time. Well, yeah, so I'm going to play games. <laughs> why, why split that up? Or I have bad, like, terrible I TV shows agree. I have to catch up on or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if I am watching uh, a stream, it will be, of, like, it'll be like a Warzone stream or something, just seeing like you said, how you can get better seeing different strategies or like weapons that people are using. Um, one example that doesn't really fall under streaming because it's, it's me watching it live, but that, uh, now I'm not going to remember the name of it. What's that horror game? Um, it's like, which one? Uh, <laughs> dead, dead, dead by daylight. No. Death dead by daylight. The one with um, all the different, pe- they just came out with man of Medan. It was their second game. Oh, um, yeah something dawn <laughs> until dawn until dawn hey oh. thank you moose what would i do without You're you welcome. um so until dawn um by the time that i rolled credits on that game myself i had already watched meg play through it and waterloo play through it um like in my living room like playing it there so like that was a good one i think games with um stories that have like branching paths that are kind of short uh, seeing how like seeing some of the choices that each person makes and seeing how the the game can unfold in different ways that was kind of cool uh, as far as watching somebody play it and by the time I played it it kind of was just like eh, I've seen what can happen here and now I have to make choices uh, differently if I want to see something that I haven't seen yet so that was kind of a, a weird one for me but 
I yeah, think, I don't. Uh, I think Ladonian, like anything on PlayStation that's an exclusive, he watches on YouTube and then, you know, has no need to play it then. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if you don't own a PlayStation, watching, right. like, Spider-Man. Is... Yeah, he watched Spider-Man, and I think he watched God of War also. It's as good of a way as you can really get to... Right, other than playing it. Right, just tune into that streamer each night that he's going to play that specific game, and you kind of get get the same experience out of it, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um. All right, last one comes in from Blade. Um, he took a picture of a tweet from Jake Regal. Um, that the question was, "What were the five most important video games to you throughout your uh, youth and teen years?" No curating to look cool. Interesting, please. Uh, he's and then Blade said he'd like to see some of the similarities between U.S. and U.K. folk when it comes to the five most important games um, throughout our youth. Um, I guess, uh, do you want to just go, we can go like one at a time. Okay. So Moose, give me one. Okay. Uh, First one, most influential, I would say is like probably Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Or yeah, just Mario Brothers, right? Is that the first NES? Straight up like the first platforming Mario games. Yeah. Like came with the Nintendo. Because that was the first game I ever played. And it very well could have been the first game I played. Right. I think that was mine. Um, I'm trying to think. Because nobody really had an Atari when, you know, it was like kind of still an ancient thing when Nintendo came out. It was like, you know, it had Pong and Mission Control and a couple games that, you know, were 8-bit. I would say I think I had shown up probably like right after that. So I missed all of the like anything that came before NES was no idea. Yeah. yeah, I think I was too young to play any of it because I was... When, when did the NES come out? Like, 87? Great question. I think it was <laughs> I'm actually not there. sure. Um, I think I was, like, four or five years old when it came out, so that was kind of, like, right perfect for me. Yeah. Actually, going on... That would be one of mine, but actually my first game I think I played was would have been one of the football sim games. 85, so... So a championship manager or a football something. I think we got ours a couple years later than release because it was 85 when it got released, October of 85. Okay. But Chocolate, that makes sense for you, though, because, like, obviously yeah. you're still playing games like FIFA and stuff, so that's just kind of always stuck around for you. Yeah. Um, sticking with sports games, I put down I put down two. I put down uh, NFL Blitz and NBA Jam were two nice. of my, like, earliest sports games because even like i don't really play sports games now and i didn't really play them earlier either but these two games shook up like the traditional formulas so much with each sport that i found them super enjoyable like nfl blitz there were no rules right. <laughs> like, and that's, that's the best type of football you you could throw like back passes just all over the map and like playing against friends uh, with NFL Blitz was just so much fun. And NBA Jam was just kind of the same thing. It was like yep. three on three, and that's where, like, he's heating up, he's on fire. Like, all that stuff came from uh, from those original games. Um, Wayne Gretzky so as 3D far as hockey like, was the same. What? I said Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey for the 64 was the same. It was, you know, super arcade style, check guys through the glass, uh, <laughs> take, a slap shot, take a slap shot and light the net on fire. Stuff like that. It was That's just awesome. over the top outrageous. So yeah, I guess we kind of all 
that kind of explains all of our <laughs> backgrounds a little bit with yeah. with our sports games. Um, Madden. I've played Madden since it came out. I think it was '94. I played it. I think I bought it just every year, every year that it's come out. That's insane. I remember it being called John Madden's NFL. John Madden's. John Madden's. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, he was still around. The John part's taking a back seat for, for a while now. Yeah, he oh, sold okay. his name a while ago. I wish they would come out with a new one because it's been a, basically the same game for like the last 15 years. Yeah, Which, and I don't think you're getting no. anything new. Well, that's why I like you know 2K kind of loosening up the grips on the sports games slowly but surely because now they've got a golf game coming out this uh this uh fall and then they also awesome by the way that trailer was and then they also got some sort of rights to some nfl games which is going to be probably some mobile game or something like that but it's you know it's a step in the right direction as far as getting a new sim game from a different company because i like competition you know it, it just breeds better products oh definitely i think um fifa's lacked a decent uh, kind of push, yeah, that, yeah. And as you say, it just breeds competition, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Prince of Cats in chat just said he has Madden uh, Madden ninety two on his Genesis. The ambulance nice. used to come out onto the field for injured players, yeah. and it would just run over all the other players. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. awesome. That's hilarious. Um, as far as my first, uh, I know we were just talking about like the NES how. Mario is your first game there. Uh, Double Dragon is the one that sticks with me the most. It was Double Dra- Dragon 2. Um, it, that was like my first kind of like side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of game. Okay. And I used to play that with my dad all the time. It was two players. One dude is orange, one dude is blue. And you just go around the city beating punks up. Um, that was my first <laughs> nice. kind of fighting-ish game like that, I guess. Right. And probably my the earliest game that I can think of that I would have played back then. Um, but that game was awesome back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my biggest influencers really is arcades because um, yeah, we used to true. go to a few restaurants that would have like an arcade in the basement or there was one place in specific that um, my grandpa would used to be like a big gamer, you know, back in the day. So he would take us and, you know, bust out five bucks and quarters and say go have fun but there was a place that was called boardwalk and you could literally buy by the hour and have access to the entire arcade and it just had you know the little play cards like you do at dave and busters or whatever now and right you just had a time limit and as soon as your time ran out then you couldn't play any more games but you had unlimited access to all the games in the arcade so if you wow. bought an all-day play pass then you know that's where i beat x-men that's why i beat simpsons that's why i beat the terminator shooting game that's like Teenage I Mutant beat- ninja turtles yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like <laughs> yes. that game. Like all wow. those, you know, four and five player just arcade console games. I love them. They're so them. good, dude. It used to just have like the four sets of joysticks, the four <laughs> sets of buttons, yeah. and everybody would just be right next to each other just smashing all exactly. the buttons on those. That's, or uh, yeah. Area 51, Police Trainer, Time oh, the Crisis. The gun games, yeah. Yeah, dude. The, the racing games like San Francisco Rush, Cruising USA. Um, God, they were just the Daytona game. That's true. I that? guess for for whatever reason, when people talk about like the or like or how we're talking now about the origins of like games for us, I always kind of don't think of arcades. But right. that's definitely a huge thing. Like our for me, my arcade experience was our laundromat. Like in the small town I grew up in, had like the Ninja Turtles cabinet, had like yeah. the X Men cabinet, had like Galaga, uh, Pac Man, that kind of stuff. Like it was only a few cabinets, and they got rotated out throughout the years, but. 
used to spend a ton of time down at those things. So yeah, and then another yeah. one that we didn't even touch in part of the arcade that was huge in the arcades, like Jesse said, was the fighting game Soul Calibur, Tekken. Oh yeah, Kombat, Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh. All those games, you know, line your quarters up on the machine. I got next. I'm next. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do you remember uh, when Mortal Kombat first came out on the yeah. arcade cabinet? And you were yeah, just my like, cousin printed Whoa. out copies of all the moves and all the codes <laughs> and everything before the internet was a thing and was selling them at Boardwalk. Oh, that's nuts. Literally, he was selling like books for each character. Just like, who do you want? You you like Raiden? You like Bar- Baraka? It's like, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, internet, the internet was a thing like two or three years later and his, his whole business was shot <laughs> ruined yeah um all right who's got another one uh, got smackdown i was Ooh. a little bit older got into wrestling quite hard quite big and the uh the playstation one was it yeah playstation one era of all the the wwf smackdown games they were okay. loved them. I've unfortunately them. never been a wrestling guy, and I don't even know if I've ever owned any any of those games. To be honest, any oh. of the newer ones, any of the older ones, I don't. I don't think I've ever played them. They were My so favorite good. was uh, WCW versus NWO on the Nintendo sixty four. That game oh. was the best. Mm-hmm. Never played that. Never touched it. I, I was always uh, I was a brand snob, so I was always WWF. Dude, <laughs> TNT was then. where it was yeah, at Monday that, Nitro for a while. A picture, does it? They had the Hulkster, the NWO, and you were missing out. <laughs> oh, definitely, hundred percent. I do. I do not disagree. Um. All right. What about kart racers for you guys? I put CTR on here. Um. I know that Mario Kart was definitely mm-hmm. around first, but yeah. I didn't play Mario Kart on the NES or SNES. My first kart racer was on the PlayStation One. Uh, and that was Crash Team Racing. Um, nice. That was just another super competitive game that, like, my brother and I and my dad could all sit down and play. Uh, so right. I have super fond memories of that. And then it recently got remastered. I know Moose, you played a bunch of the new one. And it is so it, hard. It, it's just it's super hard now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I beat everything on easy, and I was like, "Yep, consider that game beat." <laughs> we done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my first cart uh, racing experience, and um, just kind of sparked my love of the genre. Um, with probably uh, Mario Kart Eight being my Best. favorite, I think mm-hmm. it's that that's a real good kart racer. Yeah, I I gotta say, Super Mario Kart was my introduction to the, I think, almost all racing games. I would say. So that was yeah. I had a neighbor that had a Super Nintendo and. We would switch back between Star Fox and um, Mario Kart or Super oh. Mario Kart. What about F Zero? No, we didn't. I never have played F Zero back in the day. Oh. No. So Mario, my kart racing was Mario Kart. Yeah. By far, probably the only racing game that I'm good at. I think the best racing, well, car game is probably Twisted Metal. So I think we need a, a quick reboot on the Twisted Metal series because there's nothing like driving cars around with machine guns on the top of them trying to kill each other i think burnout was my favorite car games just because of the crash oh the yeah. crash portions of it where you just rack up money right. <laughs> with the biggest crashes you could cause yep all right so, who else has one um donkey kong country on super nintendo 
because it just blew my mind graphically. Yeah. It, like it's one did, of those games that will yeah. stand the test of time because like it still looks yeah, great looks for awesome. like the style that it's in. How did that run on the Super Nintendo? <laughs> that was a great question. Because it like uh, I have Tropical Freeze on the Switch and it doesn't look much different or better than you know Donkey than Kong the OG did. Donkey Kong yeah. Country games. Yeah, obviously the lighting's better. They have shadows and stuff like that, and the characters move better. But the looks, you know, are pretty much the same. Right. That's. I mean, that's a good one. I. I don't think I ever came close to beating any of those games. Those are like the old school, like yeah, brutal hard. platformers that, that was, I that probably was didn't invest enough time into to try to beat. Yeah, that was the first game that I actually beat was um, Donkey Kong Country. And it was probably months. It was like a whole summer break of just going through, you know, those last levels with, you know, it, it's kind of like the same as Mario Brothers 3 when it's almost a timing thing and you have the time bouncing off all those missiles and bombs and everything to get through level eight, right? You have no chance. And it's the same thing with Donkey Kong country. You have to jump off the little alligators running through and the birds flying over your head. And like, if you don't <laughs> do a perfect run, chaos. yeah, then you're just done. Uh, so man. that game, that game was like groundbreaking as far as video games went, you know, cause it had mini games inside of it. As far as yeah. you, know, you had to collect the different gold pieces. It had collect Kong. It had the different animals you could use as like power ups. It was pretty cool. I have to get a raspberry Pi and just build a dope emulator with just every, <laughs> every system on it. All the right. old systems. Let's play you some of those old games. Cabinet, dude. Like They're a so 32 good. Inch cabinet. Did, uh, you guys ever have Paperboy? Oh, oh yeah, heck yeah! Oh, that's jam, another one dude. I loved, but dude, could only get forty-five seconds into it because I kept dying. <laughs> Did you never made it to the skate park? I don't. Uh, probably not. What? The best part of the there. game. Yeah, yeah dude. It's like at the very end of the street. <laughs> yeah, I was playing exactly. with a joystick as well, so that was uh, that didn't help. Joystick. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is why I can't do mouse and keyboard. I am absolutely just it's ruined at a young age. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I could say that that would be my last one is uh, my grandpa because, you know, I said he was a gamer and he was kind of like a tech geek back in the 70s and 80s. And so he had an Amiga Commodore computer. Oh, Commodore Amiga 500. Yeah. That was my one. So, so I had all sorts of games. I had like this Olympic game that I could play. I had a game called POW where it's just a point and click. The guys pop up on the screen and you shoot them, you know. Oh, yeah. Um I can't remember some of the other games. Oh, you know, and the first paint programs and stuff like that. I used to spend hours on that stuff. (laughs) So that was Um, probably my introduction. Probably like three or four years old, I was playing computer games. That's awesome. Now you're back at it again. Yeah, buddy. Um, Red Dragon Mouse. I... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I paired another two games together... uh, I had Smash or yeah, Mar- <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. Good lord, uh, and Mario Party, like just two really good party games where you right. used to just hand out the four N sixty four controllers uh, and just spend hours and hours playing those games back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, always had a ton of fun with them. And then when they finally do come out, uh, like these newer ones have come out in the last few years since the Switch came out. It's kind of, I never get that same feeling that I right. got way back in the day. But I think that's kind of like going back to GoldenEye after 20 years and realizing right. that that game was not everything that it used to be. And couch co-op split screen is completely terrible once you play multiplayer online. 
Yeah, nothing like having to share your 32-inch TV back in the day in four different right. quadrants on the and screen. people freaking <laughs> cheating watching your screen. Yeah, no screen peeking. Yeah. Right, like, and no odd oh. job. Uh, I'm sure that's how people got lazy eyes playing that game four-player all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Uh, no, I thought it was a good joke. Well, thank you. Um, all right, anybody else have anything on their list? No, I don't no. think so. Okay, then I messed up and I'm not good at counting. But my last game was Shining Force. Um, it was the Sega Genesis game, JRPG from way back when. It was it was kind of my first intro into like big sprawling RPG games. Like mm-hmm. your, I remember your party used to actually follow you on screen. So if you had a party of like four people or something, it wouldn't just be your main character walking on the screen. It would be like the three other dudes that would follow behind you. Um, but I used to play that with my buddy Rob all the time. And we'd each like, depending on which character was on screen, like I had two people to control and he had two people to control, but we used to go through that game way back when. And I just looked it up and it's in the, it's in a Sega classics collection that has 40 items in it, or you can buy it for 99 cents right now on steam. So (laughs) there you go. I definitely didn't just buy that. Uh, for nostalgia's sake, for ninety nine cents, <laughs> or maybe you did. <laughs> I hundred percent just did. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to bring back the Dreamcast. That was my favorite. Nobody else liked it, but I did. The what? The Dreamcast? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't Crazy Taxi the only game on that system? <laughs> no, dude. They had Ready to Rumble Boxing. That game was so awesome. It was like uh, NBA Street, but a boxing game. So you had to like right. power up your boxers, and then they had like ultimate moves and stuff. It was cool. That's and awesome. Then what else did they have? That I think taxi they had game a, was great. Yeah, crazy, crazy taxi. taxi. Yeah. They had uh, <laughs> NFL 2K. I know that. And because I think that EA wouldn't uh, build games for them, so they had to. You know, 2K was Sega's exclusive at that point. So That's crazy, how far we've come. Right. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, Blade, uh, great question. Uh, even if it wasn't technically yours, if you do see questions on Twitter that you'd like us to answer, just do what Blade did and just post it in Discord. Uh, we'll answer it. Those are all uh, good questions. So thank you guys all for writing in your questions. Um, we do Mailbag as our last episode of each and every month. So if you have any questions for the show, you can uh, hit us up on Twitter. Or if you're in Discord, we have a... Um, mailbag channel so you can post your questions there so yeah thanks everybody for writing in your questions thank you but that's gonna do it for the podcast so let's plug this thing up and try to do it the correct way since i didn't rewrite this chocolate shoot I gave you a lot of work this week, so don't worry. I'll let you off. <laughs> my, t- my honey-do list was yep. through the roof this week. Um, streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast. Uh, that one link has links to every single place that we are. Um, if you're over on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate us, uh, review us, give us that sweet, sweet five-star rating. We really appreciate it. Um, we're CAG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you need to reach us via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. And we do have our Patreon episode coming up in two, or our VIP episode, is what we're calling it now. Yes. 
is coming up in two episodes. Uh, if you want to get in on that action, patreon.com slash CAG podcast, or if you use your uh, Twitch Prime sub on twitch.tv slash cross Atlantic gaming, that'll also get you entries one way or another. And you so, can double up and get a freebie. Don't forget. If you are on Patreon and you're a Twitch Prime sub, boom, you got yourself a free entry. Bonus. 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 Uh, but yeah, that that's gonna do it for me. I am at Risky the Kid everywhere. Chocolate, how about you? Chocolate about eighty everywhere. And Moose. Moosenstein eighty three fourteen all places. All right, thank you everybody for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Peace out, y'all. Why did the robot go on summer vacation? Go on. He needed to recharge his batteries. Oh. Straight joke jacked me, man. Did I really? <laughs> Where do sharks go on summer vacation? <laughs> I don't know. Finland. Oh, <laughs> what do you pay to spend a d- What the f- You two go next. <laughs> Where do eggs go on summer vacation? New York City. All right, we're on the same page. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Hang on. What's the best kind of sandwich for the beach? What? Peanut butter and jellyfish. Oh, oh. <laughs> gross! How come the bread didn't go on vacation? It was stale. He was just loafing around. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I'm still thinking about the jellyfish sandwich, and I hate it so much. Dear <laughs> Why did the teacher jump into the pool? Because he was hot. Oh, he wanted to test the water. <laughs> test the water? Yeah, no, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, done. <laughs> <laughs>